Good evening, and happy Feast of the Assumption. This past Friday, I was making my way through a typically busy day as a parish priest at Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church. When I say typical, I mean that it's kind of atypical. That is, nothing is the same, and I've kind of grown to like it that way. What does God have in store for me today? In the afternoon, for example, our office got a call from a nearby nursing home, and I was asked to anoint a 96-year-old man who I will call Bill to protect his privacy, and Bill was dying. And when I got there, he was unconscious in the final hours of his life. It was nice to have a few minutes with one of Bill's family members after we prayed, who explained to me that he and his devoted wife had spent decades serving Jesus and his church. They had been catechists for countless children and also braved the world of youth ministry at at a nearby parish. Bill was also a World War II veteran, a member of what we come to know as the greatest generation. These souls lived through the devastation of World War II and I must say are quietly coming to the end of their lives in 2019 The Hoover Institute reported that a 1,000 World War II veterans were dying each day in the United States. And as a priest, I have to say, it is an honor to serve them in their suffering and their death and even doing their funeral rites. Despite experiencing unspeakable horrors when I encounter them in facilities around Carmel, I find them to be corporately patriotic, deeply faithful, and generously and generally positive about life. For those who served on battlefields in the Pacific and in Europe, they somehow were able to segregate the trauma and pain, building meaningful and successful lives with their spouses and their children. Bill and these American heroes come to mind as we celebrate the Feast of the the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, as this feast was defined as an infallible dogma of the church in 1950. Some mistakenly believe that such a dogma is defined in a vacuum. But in reality, and most especially when we consider the Assumption, this dogma was defined in light of the devastating effects of really two world wars that crippled many countries, including in the Pacific and also nearly every European country, and also changing the lives of millions of Americans. It is a dogma of pastoral concern for the people of God. Rising from the ashes, men and women of faith had to face the fact that Hitler and his national socialist Nazis had uh, somehow been born in a Christian country in Germany, decimating Jewish communities throughout Europe and an estimated 3 million Christians, mainly in Poland. What had happened? Many believe that the waning state of faith in Europe today is a direct result of the failures that were experienced in the 1930s and 40s. The historical roots of the Assumption run deep back to the 4th century of Christian history. It was the step to make it an infallible dogma that was new and defined in 1950. Like every dogma, the assumption of Mary is first and foremost a mystery that embodies the saving power of God. So why is Mary's assumption into heaven an important truth 
for our spiritual well-being in the modern day. What was the spiritual benefit of the dogma of the assumption? Well, Pope Pius XII formally defined and promulgated this dogma in an encyclical on August 15, 1950, some 71 years ago. And after polling cardinals, bishops, priests, sisters, dioceses, lay people, and universities, he wrote, it is a dogma revealed by God that the Immaculate Mother of God, Mary Ever-Virgin, when the course of her earthly life was finished, was taken up body and soul into the glory of heaven. Why did Pius XII think that it was an important moment to proclaim Mary's assumption? Well, as I suggested earlier, most Catholics rarely connect the, pro- the proclamation of this dogma with the world events that existed during Pius XII's pontificate. But in the year 1950, the world was still reeling from the devastating effects of world war. During the war, Pope Pius XII spoke out against the inhumanity perpetrated by the Nazis and the Axis powers. From the beginning of his pontificate in 1939 to the end of the war in 1945, he had defended those in harm's way, speaking out against man's inhumanity to man and covertly arranging the protection of thousands and thousands of Jews, most especially in Italy. With the memory of this human devastation still fresh in his mind, Pope Pius XII encouraged a detailed study of Marian doctrine in the late 1940s in anticipation of proclaiming this new infallible dogma for the benefit of humanity. He hoped that from meditating on Mary's example, humanity would come to realize the value the value of human life. It was his wish that a new era of human civilization would blossom, whereby human beings would dedicate themselves to fulfilling the will of God by caring for one another, for the welfare of others and the dignity of the human being. Knowing that war and oppression and in violence is an ever-present danger, Pope Pius XII was convinced that this renewed human understanding would only occur, would only occur through the inner transformation of men and women of faith. That's us. And without such a transformation, systems of government and power would threaten to extinguish the light of virtue and obscure the destiny of our both, our bodies and souls, so that men would forget the reason for their existence at all. That is, eternity with the Blessed Virgin Mary, who was assumed into heaven, and eternity with God in their heavenly homeland. Mary's assumption was very much connected to the rest of her life that began with her immaculate conception and continued by her yes at the Annunciation. And by meditating on Mary's participation in the redemptive work of Jesus Christ, Pope Pius XII hoped that the faithful would grow in their desire to participate in God's plan of salvation, just as Mary did. So the dogma of the Assumption wasn't just about Mary. It pointed to our process of transformation, that we too, like Mary, are called to become agents of salvation who honor and promote human welfare. That's the meaning of Mary's life death, 
and assumption into heaven, both body and soul. And where she has gone, we hope to follow. Some have taken this dogma very seriously. So many Catholics work for peace and justice and the end of violence against the human person. Many also, through acts of charity, even right here at our parish, seek to serve the poor and forgotten throughout the world. But to say that we have been successful would be a stretch. Assaults against human life still pervade our history, starting in the womb. War still exists. Street violence is a staggering levels in many major U.S. cities. And these realities make the assumption and its teaching more important than ever. So let us implore our Heavenly Mother on this feast. Let us ask her to intercede for us and to help us grow in holiness as an antidote for the destruction that is around us. And let us ask her to fortify us in the work to which we have been called, to continue that work so that we will be with Mary in eternity, exalting the God of the universe. And so on this Feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we pray together, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou. Amen.